educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Woo, boy, howdy. Do we have a jam-packed show today, kids. Uh, welcome aboard the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. Chef, uh, how are you? I'm getting along great, Danny. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's been, I don't know about you. Say, you want to say that again, Chef? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting along great, Danny. Okay, there you go. <laughs> was my mic off? We, yeah. Well, you know, we're you know, it's 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 Friday. Or we're getting was, into the swing of things was it here. The mic off, or was it the 10 second delay because of my foul language? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. No, um, I'm not going to talk much yet because I haven't been introduced yet. But yeah, I had the wrong mic on for you. <laughs> okay. Well, here's here's what we're doing today. It is the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin and Chef's back in studio, and uh, and it's the return of dating over 50 with Dr. Trey Thompson uh, and in a little bit uh, dating and relationship coach Paige Dempsey is going to join us as well um, uh, let's see where am I going I'm, my goal here today is to talk as little as possible because we got uh, you know we've got some professionals in the house and uh, uh, do you have any idea Johnny what you would pay for a psychologist and a dating coach uh, Anyway, it, well, I mean, with the price of inflation, nothing's cheap anymore. <laughs> but even then, even before inflation, it still would have been pretty pricey, I'm sure. That's right. Anyway, Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. Thanks for being here, my friend. Yep. Uh, I know this is your show, so I'm going to make this very brief with what I'm about to say. But uh, going into Sunday, let's go San Francisco. Okay. Well, we'll right. get we'll We get just created that. a whole bunch of controversy right now. <laughs> so I'm known for on this show, at least with uh, comments about the Kansas City Chiefs. There you go. Well, let me introduce uh, our one. One of our guests, uh, before we turn this over to Chef Kevin and tell you what we're drinking, uh, Dr. Russell Thompson, otherwise known as Trey, is a licensed psychologist and the clinic director at Mission Psychology in San Antonio, Texas, and also happens to be my slightly younger brother, Dr. Trey. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. We we made it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's it's and you, from the brief chat that we had before airtime here, it sounds like you've had quite a week as well. So um anyway. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this. Absolutely. Well, we've got a lot to get to. So, uh chef, uh, yeah. tell our listeners what we're enjoying. Well, um you know, it's been it's kind of on the edge of winter. It wants to be spring and and um you know, I think we're all needing a little bit of revival. So I uh, brought us a, a Corpse Reviver number 2 in some circles known as the Queen's Cocktail. But it is a gin-based drink. Um, but it's got two liqueurs that uh, are an X factor, one of which is easily found, and that's Maraschino liqueur. Okay. The second one is Chartreuse. Wow. And that's kind of hard to find these days because it's made by monks. And I, they really? don't get they don't, yeah in Europe they don't they don't get in a hurry about anything and they do the they do the Lord's work literally and they don't really care if there's a global demand for their product they huh. just keep putting it out as they uh, as they like so, so where so where do you find it well there uh, uh, is a substitute called Genepi G E N E P Y that is an ample substitute for chartreuse doesn't have the cool color. Um, but it certainly has some of that essence uh, that chartreuse has. So this is what we're having tonight. It's a very citrusy, mm -hmm. almost tart um, cocktail. 
and got a lot of lemon in it. Yeah. And it's great for yeah, uh, very cool. sunny afternoon. Like Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Johnny. Ooh, that is lovely. Cheers. Oh, my goodness. Cheers. Uh, Dr. Trey, what are, uh, what are you sipping on? Drinking on a little uh, red blend from Argentina tonight. Nice. Kevin, don't leave uh, Johnny hanging there. Oh, Johnny. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got to get this official. Uh, well, uh, Trey, is that, uh, is that from your uh, wine club, or is, did you pick that up locally? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I, I mean, uh, it, it is from wine.com. I, I'm, I, would, I would be really happy if they heard this and sent me a case. Uh, box wine? Is it box or, wine? You know, it is not. It is uh <laughs> It's in a real life bottle. Okay. And it didn't even have a screw top. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me set. Not that there's anything wrong with screw tops. No, you know? no. Heck, um, I'm I'm a bit of a traditionalist you know, myself. I, uh, Trey, um, I used to get real fussy about wine in my dinner service until I realized most people just want a full glass. And they're really not concerned about my uh, details of what I'm pouring. They just want a full glass. And so I do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me set the table here. Uh, as our listeners know, the Friday Afternoon Club is with Chef Kevin. Uh, we divert. Uh, well, we we the main goal is entertainment and fun. And so we've been doing that for, gosh, nine months now. And, I know uh, we have fun. I'm not sure we entertain. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll let our listeners decide that. And by, I'm entertained. And by the way, I'm entertained. Yeah. Okay. And, and by the way, we, we have a quorum. We are opening up the phone lines today. If you, as I said in the opening, uh, there's some high priced uh, consultants on the, on the, on the show here today. And so if you'd like uh, to ask a question to Dr. Trey or in, after the first break, we're going to bring on uh, Paige Dempsey, uh, certified uh, dating and relationship coach. So anyway, we'll open the phone lines. Talk or text 402-479-1400. We'd love to hear from you. But let me set the stage here before we have to go to our first break already. Um, we have, uh, this is the fourth edition of Dating Over 50. And uh, as you may recall, uh, both Chef Kevin and I happen to be single. We happen to be over 50. We come at that from different uh, places. Uh, Kevin's widowed. I'm divorced. And of course, Dr. Trey uh, is a psychologist in San Antonio. And, and he deals with a lot of older adults uh, and and how the how you jump back into the dating pool. And so anyway, that's this is our fourth episode of this. We're trying to do this once a month because we've gotten some really, really good feedback. And so uh, so after we take this break here in a couple minutes, we're going to bring on Paige Dempsey uh, by popular demand. It was uh, high time last uh, uh, last month that we bring a female voice into this conversation. And so we'll uh, we'll look forward to talking with Paige here. But but Trey, uh, what's been on your mind as we get ready? And we got about a minute here before we take the first break. Maybe set us up of what we're going to talk about after the after the break here. I've I've been thinking a lot about expectations. Yeah. And as we age, um, our expectations um, may stay the same. They may change, and that may uh, create new opportunities. But it also can create limitations. And so uh, kind of playing with that idea and uh, kind of opening up our uh, expectations can be a way to um, maybe uh, create new opportunities in doing something that either you're reluctant to do or hasn't turned out the way you wanted uh, and maybe sort of uh, change, the, change the set. Very good. Very good. Okay.
We've set the table. We've have our drinks poured. Uh, come on back uh, for Dating Over 50 here on the Dan Parsons Show on the Friday Afternoon Club. Come on back. Jeff, what's your song? It's a drum beat seeping into my bones, melting the ice and softening the stone. Mm. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Who is this? Valkyric. It's a female duo um, of Sam Nolte and Tegan Elliott, and they are the masterminds of Valkyric. It is obviously uh, uh, rhythm driven and uh, they take a lot of inspiration from uh, mythology, Norse mythology and uh, Celtic tradition and I was listening to this on the way here and I thought we gotta share it. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Well, welcome back uh, to the show. Welcome back to uh, uh, the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin and as you know, Kevin always uh, uh, introduces us to a new song each week so yeah that'll work that'll work fine uh and we are this is the fourth edition of dating over 50 and we're glad you tuned in if you're just joining us uh, uh the dating over 50 uh segment uh, features dr trey thompson uh, from san antonio texas a licensed psychologist and i'm uh, delighted to welcome back to the show after her inaugural uh, appearance uh, last month, uh, Paige Dempsey, certified dating and relationship coach uh, in Omaha. Paige, welcome, welcome back. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me again. Hi, uh, Paige. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, yeah, we got we got such great feedback. Well, we've had good feedback on this episode. You know, we're trying to we're trying to fit this in once a month. And uh, but Paige, I I told you this uh, off air, but uh, yeah, uh, between uh, between Kevin and Trey. Uh, and, and listeners, uh, we just really uh, appreciate and had some really good feedback from our last episode. So, so thanks for joining us. And I know you've had a busy day as well. So, yes, yes, but I'm glad to hear it's uh, been resonant for people. That's that's good to know. Absolutely. Well, well, let's dive into this because uh, our time is limited, and I want to make uh, good use of uh, the professionals we have here on the air. So, um, so, so Trey set us back up, and I know uh, Paige has some thoughts about. This this too is uh, expectations uh, in 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 dating over 50 Trey are you there yeah so um, so I was I had one thing I wanted to say before I heard Kevin's rock and song but after <laughs> that uh, I, I had this image of my mind of all of us on a dance floor um, rocking out to that song and you know, the, the problem with dancing is, at least for me, is I really don't want to see what I look like when I dance because <laughs> I, I would be so ridiculous that, um, you know, it would, I, I don't think I'd last very long. But the, the secret, I think, to enjoying yourself while dancing is not thinking too much about what you look like and paying a lot more attention about 
to uh, what it feels like and, and enjoying the, the groove of that um, of that tune, right? That's good advice. And, um, yeah, and, you know, when you – I was talking about expectations, and I think um, one of the things that, that can catch us up is if our expectations for ourselves, uh, you know, are, are set too high and our expectations for other people are set too high – and um, we lose the joy of the of the moment, um, and and really trying to figure out how I can, you know, whether I'm over fifty or or whatever, and you know maybe I don't look too cool when I'm dancing, but I can hmm. still have a great time. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Paige, jump in, please. Uh, I concur. I think having those expectations from the jump can be more of a disappointment than a more of a hindrance than a help. Um, you know, I know for some people coming out of like a long marriage or, you know, even being widowed, you always kind of have this hope or expectation that you won't have to be dating long or that the next person you meet is going to be the Mr. or Mrs. Wonderful that you didn't have in your marriage. Um, I think that's not a good expectation. Um, but what I love about dating as we get older is we get to express our expectations and sort of level set I mean, even if it's the cadence of how often do you want to hang out or how often do you want to see each other or how often, you know, what's this thing going to be like if we get dating? So I think there's the expectations thing um, really can evolve as we get older. Yeah, I, I think that's a great observation. And, you know, just and, and chef, feel free to jump in. But, uh, yeah, I, and, and, and getting back into that dating mode, I mean, it's been uh, – you know, I've, I'm, I'm back out there uh, uh, dipping my toe in the water. And you're right. It's, it's the expectation. And some of us, you know, quite frankly, some of us have never, frankly, really dated. And, uh, and uh, so especially at this age, uh, dipping your toe back into that, the expectations, I, I think it is really healthy to be able to uh, express, you know, what those expectations are, not only to yourself, but the people that you're uh, encountering. What? Yeah, I, I got an I got an example I was thinking of. I yeah. Think so after my divorce, I dated somebody for a couple of months, and he was going to be in California for a week visiting his sister, and his uh, nephew was graduating. And so instead of <clears throat> the younger, anxious version of me, you know, wondering, is he going to call me? Is he not going to call me? Is he going to keep in touch? Am I going to hear from him? I said, Dave, you're going to be gone for a week. <laughs> Do you think I'll hear from me while you're gone? Yeah. I mean, it was just very... Simple, you mm-hmm. know, and then I didn't have to be confused or have this expectation mm-hmm. that he's going to call and keep in touch as much as he did when he was here. So big proponent of like, you know, speaking your expectations or asking those questions so you don't have to just wait and mm-hmm. wonder. My were my watchword lately is uh, the word practice. And I, I wrote a little bit the other day, anything worth becoming is worth the practice required to get there. To practice wholeness is important, especially if your body has never known what it feels like to be whole. Hmm. And I think in our at our age, if you know, if we've been in a long-term marriage, regardless of how good it or bad it was, we're still now into a place we've got to practice something brand new. And there's no there's no uh, sense in believing that it's going to come easy. And um, so the word practice is my, uh, that's my watchword. Dr. Trey, what do you find with some of your uh, patients as far as uh, setting those expectations? 
Well, you know, what what I was thinking when I was listening to, to Paige and Kevin talk about this is that um, it's, it's a different time in our lives, and we bring more to the table as an experienced adult. And, uh, you know, having the maturity to be able to, you know, to speak our expectations and to be clear, uh, you know, to ask questions and be okay with getting an answer back, um, you know, bringing that maturity to the table, I think, can can be a real advantage. And, um, I mean, I agree with you, Kevin, that it, it may be a skill that has to be practiced mm-hmm. to get good at it, but I do think that as we get older, we we gain uh, we gain skills as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we've got uh, about a minute left here, Paige. But uh, you know, and and certainly the online dating world uh, skews those expectations, right? Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I think it has, I think you have to reset your expectations in online dating and you have to, what I like to say, I'll send us out on this. You have to have high standards, but low expectations Mm -hmm. because it's, kind of a mess sometimes yeah yeah well uh that's that's really good um well uh as we wrap up this first segment here i'll just remind our listeners hey when we come back after the news break here if you'd like to weigh in anonymously uh 402-479-1400 if you've got a question for one of our guests uh, about dating over 50 uh we'd love to hear from you so anyway enjoy the news and uh, pour yourself an adult beverage or a soda and come on back after the news on 1499.3 KLIN. Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, thanks for sticking around on a, a Friday afternoon. We know you've got other things you could be doing, but uh, we appreciate you tuning in to the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin and the return of Dating Over 50. And I'll just remind you, uh, if you're not following us on X or Facebook, uh, you're missing out. I'm telling you that. You can see uh, the pictures of uh, me and our guests uh, on today's uh, show. And uh, I tell you what, uh, Chef, that looks like a... uh, uh, a professional photography uh, that uh, there of of you on the uh, on the X anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, well, I I do have um, uh, a little plug to my photographer um, um, Madison Picaric. She is a wedding photographer, and this is the cool way that serendipity happens. I'm at a at a little uh, bakery in Ashland, and I've got this big honking book of sauces. I'm kind of nerding out on on culinary. <laughs> Uh, and she walks by and says, my God, that must be interesting. And so that started a conversation. And, you know, I'm a chef. She's a photographer. Long story short, hey, would you be willing to barter for services? Hey, that I'll, works. I'll, I'll cook for you and your friends, and you take a bunch of pictures. Yeah, and so That works every time. It works. Yeah. And I'll remind you that if you miss anything, you'd always find us on your favorite podcast platform. I guarantee you. There's going to be some downloads and listening to this podcast. Uh, so we are uh, the fourth episode of Dating Over 50, and we're uh, joined by uh, Dr. Trey Thompson, a psychologist from San Antonio, Texas.
Davis, uh, and uh, Paige Dempsey, uh, certified dating and relationship coach just down the street in, in Omaha. So welcome back, everyone. Um, and I'll just tell you, if you want to join us, if you've got a question for Dr. Trey or for Paige or for Chef, uh, 402-479-1400, talk or text. Well, um, uh, I wanted to... Uh, uh, set up the question, uh, the topic of boundaries for families. Uh, you know, again, uh, dating over 50, you've got a whole new dynamic. You know, uh, I suspect that most people who are dating over 50 probably have, you know, probably either finishing raising a family or you've already raised a family. Uh, and so that makes for a very obvious uh, challenges uh, when you're dating. So uh, anyway, Dr. Trey, Paige, jump in, whoever wants to uh, take this next one. Dr. Trey, I'll let you go first. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know, I, I, this is always something that comes up, I think, uh, for older adults who return to the dating pool because uh, there are just more people that uh, – more responsibilities, more ties, more obligations, and um, when uh, when people start uh, sort of negotiating a, a new relationship with a new person and bringing them into that, it, it's something to think about. Um, and just like so many other things, if it's not, if you don't think about it and you don't talk about it, then it can cause problems. Because I think that in some ways, you know, the the point of dating is intimacy in some ways, and I don't mean. You know, I mean, intimacy is all kinds of things, uh, but it certainly means closeness, whereas boundaries, you know, create distance. And so it's, you can almost picture a, a scale, you know, with the two sides balancing one another out. And if we make the, the boundaries, if they, they can sort of overwhelm the situation so that there is no opportunity for intimacy, on the other hand, you know, you don't want to become so tightly bound to this new relationship that you lose those those connections with your family. So it's this balancing act. Yeah, I'll piggyback on that. I think that's good. And I, um, my kids, as I think you guys know, are a little bit younger. I had children late. Um, but I think some of the issues aren't that different, whether the kids are younger or they're older. And one thing I would start with is I don't, you know, I wouldn't ask my kids for permission to be dating. I wouldn't, they're not looking for permission from a 10 or 11-year-old to tell me if, if it's okay for me to date. Sure. And I think that would be true as your kids get older, too. Um, you know, and you, as we get older and we're dating and making decisions, like, it's okay if some people around us are uncomfortable with that, you mm -hmm. know? Um, but like any age, again, whether your kids are younger or whether they're older, I think you want to date a partner that seems like they might fit in, you know, with the family. But um, I was thinking as uh, Dr. Trey was talking you know, I'm curious, I don't think there's like one right answer for this, but I think your relationship to your kids on other topics will probably be reflective of your relationship on this topic. I mean, you know what I mean? Like if you're close, I would hope or imagine that maybe the adult children are more supportive or, you know, want mom or dad to be happy post-divorce. Um, and if you're not close, they might be more resistant, but you know, then again, we don't take instructions from people who are not intimately close to us. 
in really any event, in my opinion. Yeah, that's really good. I'll, I'll just share a little bit, uh, dip in a little bit in my personal story. You know, I have, so I have three grandchildren, and by the time I was divorced, all of my kids were out of the house. And uh, but so there was there was a level of support and understanding because they were adults. I mean. Uh, one of them was already married and had kids, and and uh, so there was a level of maturity uh, that was really uh, pretty remarkable and uh, made things so much easier in going through that, uh, you know, very difficult time in life. So, yeah, Chef? Uh, I had some advice after my wife passed um, to engage my kids. My kids are also grown adults. Uh, neither are married, but... Uh, out of the house, independent, and this advice was just talk to your kids about what they might think or feel about seeing you with somebody that's not their mother. Yeah. And so about six months after, I, I had a conversation with both of them, and it was really interesting. Their answers were very different, but they were along the lines of their personality. And my daughter, my son said, oh, dad, you got to be you, man. Yeah, 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 live your life. My daughter, uh, that might be a little hard. Hmm. And so that's new data for me, you know, to be mm-hmm. attention and be uh, pay attention, be aware of their, I, uh, like you said, Paige, I, I, they, can't, um, they can't run my life, but boy, they are part of it and they need some input. And that was really, really helpful to establish a new connection with my kids in this new realm of being a widower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that um, that idea, Paige, of of uh, kind of your your relationship with your kids is is going to uh, influence how you kind of negotiate these boundaries. And you know, I I think and sometimes the kids might feel really protective of you and maybe sort of overstep their boundaries and trying to tell you what to do or um or um you know maybe they uh have expectations that that uh don't fit for you and so you know setting those boundaries uh, with your family as well as setting your boundaries kind of carving out space for your family as you're starting to open up new relationships both of those kind of directions are probably going to be things to think about. I want to piggyback and just share one little anecdotal story, which is sort of pre-dating after 50 and more about the divorce story. So I've become uh, friends with a a gal, a colleague who is, um, came out of a 30 year marriage. It was on her podcast and she was married to a narcissist and is, you know, kind of dealing with the breakdown of that marriage and what she thought it was and life was. Um, and what's funny is she's made a couple of TikTok, you know, reels, but the kids, so, you know, she thought the kids would be upset and they're like overjoyed <laughs> that finally she's like free of this nonsense mm. of their dad, you know? Mm. So, I mean, I only share that because A, you don't know. And then B, you know, if anybody's listening to this who might be contemplating, you know, an end of a relationship or mm. an end of a marriage, but they're afraid to get back out there, like... Mm. <clears throat> or afraid what their kids will think, or afraid of getting started, like, they might surprise you, yeah. you know? Our they kids. each other memes and TikToks and all this yeah. stuff about, like... <laughs> Our kids are smarter than we 
realize. Oh my goodness, they, I have. They see, discovered that. They yeah. feel. They know what's happened, and uh, we should just give them uh, voice to say what they um, what they feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So uh, we're going to take another break here in just uh, about 30 seconds. But uh, I just wanted to remind folks that uh, this is Dating Over 50 on the Dan Parsons Show on the Friday Afternoon Club. We hope that you are enjoying your Friday afternoon. And uh, if you've got a comment or thought uh, here in the the next segment of the show, we'd love to hear from you. 402-479-1400. Talk or text. Um, And we'll be back after these messages to finish up. Come on back. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back to the Friday Afternoon Club. We're delighted that you stuck around. If you're just joining us, uh, yeah, as you know, every Friday afternoon, uh, we enjoy, we kick off your weekend uh, as, it, as it should be uh, with an adult beverage and hopefully some entertaining conversation with Chef Kevin Shin. And once a month, uh, this is the fourth episode of Dating Over 50. Uh, and we're joined by Dr. Trey Thompson, licensed psychologist from San Antonio, and and uh, Paige Dempsey, a certified dating and relationship coach. Um, uh, Paige and Trey, one of the topics that uh, I, I know you get often, and uh, I hear it from time to time. I actually got it uh, after we uh, did this episode last month. Uh, the difference and the value between therapy and coaching. Uh, I'll let both of you chime in on that because I suspect you get that question a lot. Yeah, yeah what Dr. Trey, do you want to go first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I want to pay homage to the important work that you do. But what what I've often heard people say that the short answer is therapy is often looking backwards and coaching is often looking forward. Mm. And if you need a a mental health diagnosis of any kind, your first stop is always you know a mental health therapist. But that being said, a lot of my coaching work is very therapeutic, and we sometimes visit the things in the past that are keeping us stuck, but then we don't hang out there very long. We're trying to, like, do what we can to move us forward, and I would guess that sometimes therapy is a little like coaching. Like, all right, come on, we gotta, we got to go move forward. So, um, Dr. Trey, what do you think? You know, I think therapy is going inward, um, and maybe coaching is, is more outward-directed um, uh, because, you know, what, what I ask people to do in therapy is to, is to really – um, look within, and that, and I believe that that process of of sort of uh, uh, looking within and uh, learning to see ourselves more clearly helps us then to sort of go out into the world. And I I think of coaching as as more like uh, you know let's get out there and 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 mix it up. And uh, here's here's how we're going to help you do that. And certainly there has to be a supportive relationship in either one of those. Um, activities and the relationship is always key. And um, I'll, I'll just say one more thing. Uh, I hear people all the time say, oh, well, you know, I tried therapy uh, one time and it didn't work for me. And I can imagine people saying, oh, well, I hired a coach one time and it didn't work. And, uh, you know, what I always say is you got to find uh, the right client and the right therapist or yep. the right coach. And, and you also have to find the right time. And, um, all of those things, when those come together, that's when uh, that's when people really are able to make the changes that they need to make. 
I would affirm both of those definitions and and Trey um, soon within about three months after my wife passed I was so fortunate to find a therapist that was in tune to me could, that understood what I was dealing with could could uh, just uh, I, I joke with her you could smell it on me it was that it was that obvious and so I worked with her about three years and um, but it came time to get real world experience so to speak and and Paige venturing out into I'm okay I've, I've not done this in 30 plus years and I don't know what to do and and there was different um, experiences there that needed a different perspective you know because um, you know I would uh, find that I might be triggered by something and that wasn't uh, that wasn't a bad thing it was something to uh, discuss and talk about what's happening right now and I think that's the value of what you bring Paige is uh, is just like giving real-time support and advice to right now yeah, and I, I do want to make one little uh, caveat or just add on to what Dr. Trey said about the coaching. I think there there's definitely different styles of coaching, just like there are therapy. And most of the work I do with the people I work with, my clients, it's all about inner inquiry because that is where, you know, we just start with our own thoughts and feelings, um, less than saying I'm like an accountability coach or mm. you need a new job, Let me you know, show me that you did three resumes today. It's more mm. like, okay, what's the how are you taking accountability for your own results and actions? And then like, we'll work on that part. So um, yeah, like I said, I think there's a lot of crossover and I absolutely think it's about finding the right person. I mean, I've had doctors that I didn't like and I've had doctors that I loved. I fired one attorney and hired another one. I was an attorney. I've gone to, you know, hairdressers I liked for a while. And then I was like, ah, Time for a new hairdresser, so this is not <laughs> this is not uncommon, right? Like we have to find service providers that we like at the time and place and space that we're in um, in any event. Yeah, that's one service I don't have to worry about. Just a good razor. Yeah, right. Just yeah. a good razor. Well, I'm seeing my barber, Gary. Gary I'll see you tomorrow uh, at the captain's chair at uh, 9 o'clock. So, anyway, so I can't stay out late, Chef. Okay. Uh, but right. we're going to go hear some music. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, 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 Trey, we wish you were with us. We're going to, uh, there's a lot of live music in downtown Lincoln today. Uh, I don't want to uh, leave us short of time. And so, Paige, I know you've got a big event coming up this weekend. Uh, so tell us about how people can plug into uh, Paige Dempsey and what you do. Thank you. Well, I say I have a little event coming up this weekend. And <laughs> well, let's make little, it big. Let's make it big. Yeah. yeah. Go big or go home. Come on, Paige. Because I did, I did almost no planning for this event. But uh, if you want to come and hang out before Taylor's boyfriend's football game, <laughs> um, I am doing a, a like a just a free Galentine's gathering for women where we will do some chatting and coaching about dating and relationships. I would think of it more like come for the camaraderie and then stay for the, you know, the life-changing insights, but kind of a, a get-together of women um, Sunday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Corner Kick Cantina on 132nd and Dodge here, and if you find any of my socials, um, the link will be on there. It's on Eventbrite, so. Awesome. And then if you also want to find me, pagedentsycoaching.com. 
Awesome, Paige. I, I deeply appreciate your uh, advice and your time, and uh, let's keep this going. Hey, hey, uh, Dr. Trey, uh, some final thoughts on uh, if people want to find you in San Antonio, if somebody's visiting in San Antonio. <laughs> uh, my thought is this. It, it, I, I just can't get the thought out of my head of, of all of us being on the dance floor and dancing to, to Kevin's cool tune and i i encourage everybody to uh go out there this week and forget about what you look like and uh let yourself uh let yourself have some fun i forget who met who mentioned this topic as we were texting back and forth today but i'll just uh throw it out there for a tease for our next uh episode uh and that is uh sex and intimacy over 50 so anyway Let's we'll do, do it that. we'll do that it's, uh, real. it's good yeah <laughs> uh kevin kevin do you have a word i for think us? this word uh, uh fits as i relinquish control and learn how to trust i can now hold what i could never have held when i only formed a fist and a grip uh, how about that that's good anyway uh uh, Paige, thank you for your uh, good advice. Have a great weekend. Uh, Dr. Trey, brother. Thanks, guys. See you, uh, friends. Yeah, have a great weekend. Folks, uh, that's the show. Uh, go uh, go, Taylor Swift and her boyfriend, Johnny Sorry. <laughs> oh, please. We still have a little bit of time. I told you a controversy was brewing. Oh, my goodness. So, I, anyway, we, we, will, uh, we will digest all of that. Come back here on Monday, and we'll, we'll see if Johnny has uh, anything to say about the Super Bowl. I mean, either going to be in a good mood or a, a poor mood. We'll see. But I always have a damn good time here. There, so. there you go. That's it. Don't let management hear that. Yeah. Okay, folks, that's the show. Uh, we'll see you out there. We'll see you back here on Monday. Now, go do good things.